Welcome to Disciples by Design. My name is Aaron Hoskins. Today we're going to talk about faith and kind of the things that I've just honestly been learning a lot about uh, what God has in store for us. And we're going to be going over Hebrews 11 and 12 and uh, just really goes into depth on faith and honestly how that how that should play out in our life so lord jesus we come before you today god we ask that you uh help us get the the most out of today's session god and i pray that uh for those listening god that you give them revelation when it comes to faith god that if there's things in their life that they need guidance on god that you are a light unto their feet and uh god that you guide them on where they should go god lord jesus I thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, God. I thank you for allowing us to come together today to worship you, God, and to uh, get to know you and your word. And thank you for everything that you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys. So I'm just going to jump right in. Um, we're talking about Hebrews 11 and then Hebrews 12, Hebrews 11. Uh, the title for this chapter is The Triumphs of Faith, and it goes really goes into depth on how many men and uh women in the Bible handled things with faith and the trials and things that they had to face. And uh, so this is just a really interesting chapter. So starting from verse one, now faith is the assurance title deed confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of the reality faith comprehends as fact, what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. For by this kind of faith, men of old gain divine approval. By faith, that is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. We understand that the world's universe ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which it was testified of him that he was righteous, upright, in right standing with God, and God testified by accepting his gifts. And though he died, yet through this act of faith, he still speaks. By faith that pleased God, Enoch was caught up and taken to heaven so that he would not have a glimpse of death. And he was not found because God had taken him. For even before he was taken to heaven, he received the testimony still on record that he had walked with God and pleased him. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. By faith with confidence in God and his word, Noah being warned by God about events not yet seen in reverence, prepared an ark for the salvation of his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which comes by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called by God, obeyed by going to a place which he, has, which he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went not knowing where he was going. By faith he lived as a foreigner in the promised land, as in a strange land, living in tents as nomads with Isaac and Jacob, who were fellow heirs of the same promise. 
for he was waiting expectantly and confidently, looking forward to the city which has foundations, an internal heavenly city whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received the ability to conceive a child, even when she was even when she was long past the normal age for it, because she considered him who had given her the promise to be reliable and true to his word. So from one man, though he was physically as good as dead, were born as many descendants as the stars of heaven in number, and innumerable as the sand on the seashore. All these died in faith, guided and sustained by it, without receiving the tangible fulfillment of God's promises, only having seen, anticipated them, and having welcomed them from a distance, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are looking for a country of their own, and they had been thinking of that country from which they departed as their true home. They would have had a continuing opportunity to return. But the truth is that they were longing for a better country, that is a heavenly one. For that reason God is not ashamed of them, or to be called their God, even to be surnamed their God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, for he was for he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, that is, as the testing of his faith was still in progress, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises of God was ready to sacrifice his only son of promise. To whom it was said, Through Isaac your descendants shall be called, for he considered it reasonable to believe that God was able to raise Isaac even from among the dead. Indeed, in the sense that he was prepared to sacrifice Isaac in obedience to God, Abraham did receive him back from the dead, figuratively speaking. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, believing that God revealed to him even regarding things to come. By faith, Jacob, as he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and bowed in worship, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, referred to the promise of God for the exodus of the sons of Israel from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones in the land of the promise. By faith, Moses, after his birth, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful and divinely favored child, and they were not afraid of the king's pharaoh's decree. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter because he preferred to endure the hardship of the people of God rather to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of the Christ, that is, the rebuke he would suffer for his faithful obedience to God, to be greater wealth than all the treasures of Egypt. For he looked ahead to the reward promised by God. By faith he left Egypt, being unafraid of the wrath of the king, for he endured steadfastly, as seeing him who is unseen. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood on the door spots, door, doorposts, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch them, the firstborn of Israel. By faith the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea as though they were passing through dry land, but when the Egyptians attempted, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days by Joshua and the sons of Israel. 
by faith Rahab the prostitute. I think I spelled that, or I think I said that right. By faith Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed along with those who were disobedient because she had welcomed the spies sent by the sons of Israel in peace. And what more shall I say for a time? Or what more shall I say? For time will fail me if I tell Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David, and Samuel, and the prophets, who by faith, that is, with an enduring trust in God and his promises, subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, blessings, closed the mouths of lions, extinguished the power of raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became mighty and unbeatable in battle, putting enemy forces to light. Women received back their dead by resurrection, and others were tortured to death, refusing to accept release, offered on the condition of denying their faith, so that they would be resurrected to a better life, and others experienced the trial of mocking and scourging amid torture and even chains of an, uh, and imprisonment. They were stoned to death, they were sawn in two, they were lured with tempting offers to renounce their faith. They were put to death by the sword, they went about wrapped in the skins of sheep and goats, utterly destitute, oppressed, cruelly treated, people of whom the world was not worthy, wandering in deserts and mountains and living in caves and holes in the ground. And all of these, though they gained divine approval through their faith, did not receive the fulfillment of what was promised, because God had us in mind and had something better for us, so that they, oh my gosh, sorry, because God had us in mind and had something better for us, so that they, these men and women of authentic faith, would not be made perfect, that is completed in him apart from us. All right, so we're going to go ahead and go back over this chapter and I want to point some things out to you guys. And I've been rereading this chapter. I've reread it several times and uh, just kind of chewing on what it says. And the main reason is just to um, to get a better understanding of faith. And that, you know, that's what I've been focusing on lately is, is walking in faith. And I know in my own life, you know, um, some of the some of the things that we've had to come up against already is, you know, like the vaccination and everybody uh, says that they, you know, need to be vaccinated. I, I am not vaccinated and I refuse to be. And I think it's a lie. It's straight from hell. I think what they're doing is wrong. And, you know, I'm sorry if you don't agree. I, uh, I believe full heartedly that, uh, that that is not something that God would, you know, want us to take. In all honesty, I just, I don't believe that way. And so, you know, uh, me and my family, we will serve the Lord. And, you know, my body is a temple and it will be treated so. And so I'm not going to stick something foreign in there that I do not believe in. And if that offends people and makes them angry, well, I guess you're going to be offended and angry because, yeah, you know, everybody throws around terminology that they want to be, uh, honestly, that they want to be uh, known for. They want to have their own opinion. And so they're like, oh, my body, my choice. But as soon as somebody doesn't agree with the way that they think things should go, that no longer matters. And so rather than living by a hypocritical standpoint on everything that I do, I live by the word of God. 
And if God says that I don't have to live in fear of men, then I refuse to live in fear of men. And I will not be dictated by my life and what is going to happen. I will live in faith according to the word of God. And if you don't agree, well, too bad. So we're going to go back over this. Now faith is the assurance, title, deed, confirmation of things hoped for which is divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So I'm going to read that again. Now faith is the assurance, which is a title, deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So what this is saying is, you know, um, to really truly walk in faith is to believe in what God has called us to do, to believe in his will and his way, despite not being able to see it physically. And, uh, you know, I don't really totally know why I brought up the vaccination thing. That kind of just came out, but... You know, honestly, when it comes to the mandates and things that men are putting out, what has God said? He has said that we can lay our hands on the sick. He said that we can cast out demons. He said that we don't have to be afraid of poison. We don't have to be afraid of even walking through a valley of shadow of death. That we don't have to fear any evil thing. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. That we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. That we are overcomers. That we are the head and not the tail. That we are above and not beneath. So we will not bend our knees to any man. We will only kneel before our King. God. Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit. We do not have to fear. We do not have to walk in coward dismay at the things that happen in this world because we are aliens to it we are overcomers god has made us to be the light and to shine in the darkness you know what in fact we're gonna go to uh give me a sec here i'm gonna pull up biblegateway.com we're gonna go to oops john This is John 1, Amplified Bible, uh, verse 1. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. He was continually existing in the beginning, co-eternally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him not even one thing was made that has come into being. In him was life and the power to bestow life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it and is unreceptive to it. So this is First John 1 through 5. I love this passage because this talks about who God is it shows that God knows all from beginning to end. Nothing has come into being that God did not know about. So men trying to say that they know more, that God doesn't exist, la, la, la. 
None of that stuff matters. God knows all. And from the beginning of time, he made, he made men to be the light. And it says that the light shines on in the darkness and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it. And it is unreceptive to it. We were literally designed to be the light of the world. Yes, Jesus is the light of the world. We all know this. But through Jesus dying on the cross, he now enters in a covenant with us. When we accept him as our Christ and our Lord, our Savior, he enters into our body. We become one with him. And through that oneness, we have become the light of the world, just like Jesus. We become an example. That light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness cannot understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it and it is unreceptive to it we don't have to be afraid of things coming we don't have to be afraid of the things happening in this world we get to stand boldly in the name of jesus and walk forward in faith and in trust with god we get to walk with him in a way that you know no no one else ever has in the past you know in the Old Testament, we get to walk with God in this new age. We were chosen specifically for this time. God made us and designed us with a plan and a purpose. We were chosen specifically to live right now. And there's a reason. There's people that need us. There's people that want to know Jesus that don't know him yet. They don't know they're looking for him. It is time that we step up in faith. It is time that we walk on a new path, a path that we have yet to see before. It is a time when God is calling us up to a new way of life, a way that we walk in faith in everything that we do, that we no longer allow our feelings, our emotions, fear men to dictate our actions and our beliefs, but we stand for one thing, and that is the name of Jesus. And we walk forward with a boldness, that this world has yet to see. And it is time to stand up for what is right. It is time to stand up for what our King has called us to do. It is time to stand up and be the example. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, which is Jesus Christ. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God Himself. He was continually existing in the beginning co-eternally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him not even one thing was made that has come into being. In him was life, and the power to bestow life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it, or overpower it, or appropriate it, or absorb it, and it is unreceptive to it. There came a man commissioned and sent from God whose name was John. This man came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe in Christ, the light, through him. John was not the light, but came to testify about the light. There it was, the true light, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light, which coming into the world enlightens everyone. He, Christ, was in the world and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, that which belonged to him, his world, his creation, his possession. And those who were his own people, the Jewish nation, did not receive and welcome him. 
But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, the privilege to become children of God. That is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name, who were born, not of blood, natural conception, nor of the will of the flesh, physical impulse, nor of the will of man, that of the natural father, but of God, that is a divine and supernatural birth. They are born of God, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. And the word Christ became flesh and lived among us, and we actually saw his glory, glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the Son who truly, who, who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free from deception. John testified repeatedly about him and has cried out, testifying officially for the record with validity and relevance. This was he of whom I said, he comes after me, has a higher rank than I, and has priority over me, for he existed before me. For out of his fullness, the superabundance of his grace and truth, we have all received grace upon grace, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. For the law was given through Moses, but grace the unearned, undeserved favor of God and truth came through Jesus Christ. Hang on here. Let me grab a drink. For the law was given through Moses, but grace, the unearned and undeserved favor of God and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God, his essence, his divine nature at any time. The one and only begotten, undeserved, only begotten God, that is the unique Son who is in the intimate presence of the Father. He has explained Him and interpreted Him and revealed the awesome wonder of the Father. So you can see in these last couple passages here that God has designed men to have a covenant with Jesus. And through that covenant, we get to know God. We get to know our Father. Through this covenant, we have been set free. We no longer have to live in, in the ways of the world. We have grunt. We, we have grunt. We have grace. For out of his fullness, the superabundance of his grace and truth, we have all received grace upon grace, which is a spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. For the law was given through Moses, but grace, the unearned, undeserved favor of God and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God, his essence, his divine nature at any time. The one and only begotten God. That is the unique son who is in the intimate presence of the father. He has explained him and interpreted him and revealed the awesome wonder of the father. That's, that's the word of God, guys.
So we're going to go back over to Hebrews. By faith, or I'm sorry, we're just going to go from verse 1 again. Now faith is the assurance, title, deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends this fact, what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. For by this kind of faith, the men of old gain divine approval. Guys, we need to be walking in faith in everything that we do. And when we're not walking in faith, we are sinning against God because without faith, we cannot truly trust God. We cannot truly trust Him with our lives. Without faith, we can't we can't go into the world and preach the gospel. We're not meant to walk in fear. We're meant to walk boldly in the name of our King. Not just as ambassadors, but as soldiers warring on for the kingdom of God. And that war takes place against principalities and spirits of darkness, not against men of flesh and blood. And you know, there's things we're fighting against. We are in the last days. That is a fact. We are in the last days, and there are things to come. And rather than walking in fear and doing things out of fear, we need to walk boldly in faith and trust God and what He has called us to do. And there's a lot of people nowadays, you know, that I've seen that uh, they give in to fear. They give in to fear and they they give in to um, the things that, you know, men want them to give in to. And when it really comes down to it, that's not walking in faith. And that might be hard to hear for some. And, you know, I don't mean to tear anyone down. This is this is all for encouragement. That's what Disciples by Design is. It's It's an encouragement based on the Word of God, based on Jesus meant to pull people in to their walk with God, to encourage them to stand up for what is right. It is meant to connect people with, with ministries. And so, you know, guys, um, faith is really important with our walk with God. And by faith, we, we act. We tell people our testimonies. We tell people. We share with them. Did you know you cannot receive the blessing of God you're not going to receive blessings in your life unless you bless others. God has done things for you. You need to share that. Don't hold it in. Keep it to yourself. If you're wondering, man, I feel like I haven't been blessed by God in a long time. I don't understand why, you know, I feel like I'm doing all the right things. You know, I go to church. I read my Bible. Yet things things still aren't coming my way. Why? And maybe this is something you're asking, God. You need to bless others with what God has given you. He has given you testimonies so that you can share with people that are in similar situations by blessing others. That That is how you receive more blessings when God has entrusted you with your testimony. So, for instance, you know, uh, me several years ago, I went through a really hard time in my life. I had blood clots all over my body, all inside my arms, my legs, moving towards the center of my body. The doctors told me there was a very good chance that I could die. They told me that, you know, if these reached my heart, it would just take one. I could have a heart attack and be killed on the spot. And instead of letting that get to me, I prayed 
and prayed and prayed and prayed for months. I was like, God, what do I need to do? I know you didn't bring me out here to die. What do I need to do to be healed? Please give me a revelation on healing. And I heard one thing from him, walk in my power, walk in my power. I instantly knew what that meant. I, you know, and I, I recommend fully that you receive your own revelation. Don't just go off of mine. You need to pray to God first and ask for a revelation for you because it's not going to be the same as mine. But I instantly went off the medication. I stopped taking it. And I threw it away. I, I uh, stopped using crutches after about a month or so. A couple months later, I came back. I can't remember exactly what it was for, but I had come back to the hospital. They ran all kinds of tests over me for about six hours, and they couldn't believe it. I didn't have a blood clots anywhere in my body. And the doctors, the nurses, and even my parents had begged me not to do it. They said, you know, don't do this. You know, my dad had warned me, you know, uh, when Kenneth Hagin was was here, um, I think maybe he's still, I don't know. Anyways, Kenneth Hagin. So he had had a revelation when he was a young man about being healed. And so he stood up from this particular disease. He stood up in his bed and he walked forward and he was healed instantly. Another man saw that he was healed and had the same disease and decided, I want that too. He stood up and he died instantly. And the moral of this story is that you need to seek revelation for yourself and walk in faith in what God has told you to do. And don't think that because one man was blessed one way that you can be blessed that way as well. But the point here is, is that God is capable of healing, but he's not going to heal those that are not going to walk in his, in his ways. He's not going to heal those. And that sounds really bad, but, uh, I can't say that fully, you know, like Todd White is a preacher that um, I have a measure of respect for. And he he prays over people all the time that are not saved and, and they're healed. And so, you know, there is a, uh, you know, who am I to say what God is going to do and what he's not going to do. But ultimately what I'm saying is that there is a way through and that way through is walking in faith, walking in faith with our King. And through that walking in faith, through that sharing of the blessings that God has given us, we are walking in faith and we're walking as an example before God. And when we bless others, that allows God to bless us because we are sowing and that allows for us to reap a harvest. So we're going to continue on verse 3 from Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. We understand that the world's universe ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which was testified of him that he was righteous, upright, in right standing with God. And God testified by accepting his gifts. And though he died, yet through this act of faith, he still speaks. By faith, that pleased God. Enoch was caught up and taken to heaven so that he would not have a glimpse of death, and he was not found because God had taken him. 
For even before he was taken to heaven, he received the testimony, still on record, that he had walked with God and pleased him. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. So, uh, back to Abel. When Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which was testified of him, that he was righteous. This, uh, the sacrifice is actually um, comparable to what when we tithe each week. It is a sacrifice that we're giving up part of what we have earned to God. That allows us to sow into the kingdom of God. And that's ultimately what we're doing. It's not so that the church can have money. The church doesn't need money. They're backed by God. They're walking in faith. They have his blessings. They don't need your money. The reason that you tithe isn't to give money to the church because they need it. No, the reason that you tithe is to give a sacrifice to God. That sacrifice is you sacrificing a part of what you have to honor your king. And through that honor that you are giving God, it allows God to then honor you. And with that honor, he gives you blessings and promises and rewards for your acts and deeds of his kingdom. When we walk in faith, we're not just walking in something that cannot be seen. We are walking in the promise of his blessings, the promise of a return for our lives, the promise of bettering ourselves. The promise of our the promise of guidance from our king. You know, many people get caught up in the uh, religious aspect of being a Christian. You know, I gotta go to church, I gotta make sure I do good things. Other people see me do good things. You know, it's not about any of that. What being a Christian truly is about is is showing other people that there is a hope that we can hope for better things. That we can live a life that's worth living. That there is someone out there that cares for us more deeply than we care for ourselves. Knows us on a more intimate level than even our spouse. That cherishes us, cherishes us in a way that we could never cherish ourselves. Holds a divine opinion that has our best interest at heart. The reason he calls us to walk by faith is to test us. Are you willing to serve me? Are you willing to seek out the best? Are you willing to step up to the plate? Even though you cannot see, even though it's not visible to you, will you believe, will you hope for a better life? Will you hope to live truthfully and honestly? Will you hope? There's many things that people seek in this world, and there's many things that people run after. Most of the time it's money, sex, drugs, friends. You know, there's many things that people run after. They seek it with all of their heart, thinking it's going to fill that void. And we all have a void within inside of us, all of us. 
And the reason that there is a void inside of us is because we were once made whole. But according to sin, now there is a piece of us missing. And without God, that peace will never be filled. There's men that seek to be close to God, and they think they have the answers. And, you know, just like it says in 1 John, there's nothing that has come into being that Jesus did not know about. He knows all. He knows our hearts, our dreams, our visions, our desires, things that we hope for, crave after. And he is the answer. And many people don't know it. And the reason that we walk in faith is because faith is the ultimate trust in God. And how to walk in faith is to plan ahead. To believe Jesus for the best for us in our lives. And yeah, there's going to be times we fight against fear. There's going to be times we fight against stress, depression. I don't know, maybe sexual urges is uh, greed, envy. You know, there's going to be times when you fight these spiritual um, powers. And rather than fighting them with flesh and blood, you know, oh man, I gave into that again. Oh my God, how do I get past this? You get past it by seeking Jesus first. You get past it by running to the word of God. You get past it by praying to him. You get past it by casting out those spiritual principalities and spirits of darkness. You get past it by serving God. You get past it by blessing other people. You get past it by walking in faith and refusing to give in to the world. Guys, it is time that we step into a new era in our walk with God. An era where we serve Him on another level. And I've been saying this all year. You know, I've been saying this all year. Trust in Jesus. 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 That has been the theme. And I took a couple weeks longer here to do this podcast to really just focus on Jesus. And, and what he's been showing me over the last month is faith. Faith. People need to walk in faith. They need to trust me on a deeper level. Faith. They need to stop worrying about what they can see in the world. Faith. Have faith in me. Have trust in me. Why don't you trust me? Stop being afraid of what you can see. Stop walking in fear because the world is pressuring you. Am I not your king? Have I not given you the tools to stand? Have I not blessed you? Why are you caught up in the things of the world? You're an alien to it. Don't worry about them. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Stand for me. He is calling us to stand up for what is right. To not be conquered by the world and the mindset of those in fear. Those that are trying to dictate us through fearful actions. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. He who is greater in me is greater than that in this world. Why are you afraid? Why won't you trust me? God is calling us to trust him. To walk in faith in everything that we do. Not fear. Not condemnation. Not stress. Not depression. Not gluttony. Not greed. Not envy. To walk in faith. To walk in his joy. 
to be glad that we are going through trials because we are being tested so that we can serve our king, so that we can stand up for what is right and just. It is time to stand. Stand up. Do you want to go before God one day and be like, I did this in your name, and I did that in your name, and I did this. And he's going to look at you and say, I never knew you. You walked in fear. You walked in envy. You walked in greed. When it served you, you did it. But where was I in your actions? Where was my word in what you did? Did you walk in faith or did you give in to what the world said? We are being tested. This is a trial. Yes, God may have not brought this around. It was men. It was principalities, spiritual spirits of darkness. But this is a test nonetheless. Where is your faith? Where are you? God is right here. His hand is extended to you. Why haven't you taken it? Why are you walking in fear, trembling, grumbling, complaining? Stand up. God is calling you up. I know I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I'm so afraid I cry. But I refuse to give in. I will walk in faith. I will trust my God. I will trust my King. It is time that we stand up. It is time that we stop giving in. I don't care what happens. I am not taking that vaccination. I am not marking myself according to this world. I will keep serving God. I will keep seeking his heart. I will keep learning about how to walk in faith, to serve my king with all my heart, all my will, all my emotions, all that I am, 100%. Who are you? Are you a Christian? Are you going to serve God? I get this is heavy. I get this isn't hard to, hard to, I get that this is hard to take, hard to hear. For many people, maybe you feel angry that I'm saying what I'm saying. Honestly, I didn't plan to go down this way at all. God is calling us up to walk in faith, to truly trust him. To stop letting fear dictate our actions. Do you know the reason that we render our hearts to God? That we surrender all of us to Him? That we take on His yoke for it is light? We take on Him so that we're not tempted to walk in the ways of the world. We ask Him for forgiveness. We cast our cares on Him so that we do not have to walk in fear. That we do not have to walk in the things and the temptations of this world. We don't have to kneel before men. I love Jesus. And I will serve him with all my heart. You guys need to decide who are you going to serve. 
the world yourself, it's the same thing. Or stand up for something that is right and just and isn't based on your feelings and your emotions. When you go through dry times, it's not God running away from you. It's a trial to make you stronger. Because as Christians, we're supposed to be led by the word, not how we feel. And temptations, fear, those are feelings. They don't dictate or reflect the reality. They reflect the things of this world. The Bible, which is truth, justice, righteousness, isn't based on feelings. It's not based on emotions. It's not based on temptations. It's based on the absolute truth. It is the absolute truth. And to be led by that, you have to be in it daily. Feeding your spiritual man daily. Worshiping God in prayer. Walking in truth. And the truth is that 99% of the time, you're not going to feel like serving God. Too bad. Stand up. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the time that you've given us, God. We thank you for the message that you've placed in my heart today, God. I pray that people out there receive it, God, that they receive it. And God, for those that maybe were offended by this message, God, I pray that you hit that nail home in their heart, God. Render them, render their heart to you, God. I pray that you cut them deep. You cut me deep, God. That You cut us deep, God. Show us where we need to change, God. Hammer out those impurities in our hearts, God. Lord Jesus, I pray for a fire in our hearts, God. A raging inferno, God, for you. One that cannot be quenched. Lord Jesus, I pray for revelation in our hearts and our minds in Jesus' name. God, I pray for... Lord Jesus, I speak over whoever is listening right now, God, that those temptations, that fear in Jesus' name be cast out. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, I thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, God. I thank you for leading and guiding us in the way that we should go, God, for allowing us to hear your word, God, to hear your heart. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Disciples by Design, guys. Have a wonderful day. And we will catch y'all next time.